Sick Jim Rome. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs. Uh, we are live, and it is a Friday night. We are just essentially your pre-party for the Big O and Dukes shindig at the Clarendon Ballroom. Seventy-five years of Cheers party. Make sure you keep it locked. We're going to be live with you. Hopefully, we'll even chat with one of the boys. That'd be nice. Um, leading up to the big party, where you can win seventy-five grand. Or a trip to Chicago. Uh, for those of you just now hearing about it, shame on you, WJFK.com. But we are live, Hefe and Dubs, and that means you can actually interact with us. 800-636-1067 is the phone number. Give it a call. Join in if you want to do it over the IM, Instant Messenger. AOL, it's Hideout Radio. Hideout, what's that? I was going to say, I'm actually manning that right now. Yes. It's already blowing up. Hideoutradio.com is our website that really isn't a whole lot. If you want to go and actually interact with fans, hideoutheretics.net is the place you go. NWJFK.com has all of our podcasts. Yeah, so there it is. That is uh, that is essentially us. For those of you who might recognize, we did late nights here for about a year. We did Saturday nights for a long time. We continue to do Saturday nights right now, actually. That shows 6 to 9. Joe Radio follows it with Joe Ardinger. So anyway, that's who we are. And, um, man, we got a lot of stuff on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. It's been a very, very busy week. Uh, I know that there is a tournament going on. I understand apparently the NCAA does something what? every March. This is new to me. That's madness. I think it actually just began a couple of years ago. Uh, but in honor of that, and in honor of something that Condoleezza Rice said, later on this evening, we will be having our own version of a tournament, and that is the Elite Eight of Hate. We will finally determine the most hateful word that you can call another human being. That's right, CBS. Mm -hmm. 800-636-1067. So we got that for you. Also, too, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, Hefe, but words can hurt. Apparently they harm as well. Mm. Uh, in addition to that, some news on the Nationals and President Bush and steroids. Got that for you. Ooh! Toddler tramp stamps. 
They're readily available, and we'll tell you where you can get them. And then all uh, sorts of other stuff here as uh, we're live with you. How are you doing, Dubs? I didn't really see you much today. You know what this feels like? This feels like the old days. Mm-hmm. When you would be producing Ron and Fez, and I'd maybe be helping out Don and Mike and Ron and Fez, and we'd have to do the hideout starting at 11. And, and we, we, had, would, we would have no interaction before. We hadn't seen each other all day, and it was the very beginning was, hey, how are you? Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, I'm tired. Are you tired? I'm tired. Hop on my back. Uh, I got us. I'll carry us the whole way. We're going nice. to be all right. So don't even worry about it. And, of course, we'll have phone callers, I'm sure. That will help us. Um... So, <laughs> before we get started, because it is the weekend, oh, baby. before we get started on this, you know, leading up to the weekend and everybody's mm-hmm. excited, it's a Friday night, I do want to start the show with a couple of warnings. Because it usually happens, a lot of the bad stuff that people get into, it happens on the weekends. Yeah. Whether it's drinking and driving, um, whether it's cheating... You know, a lot of cheating will go on. There are a lot of guys right now that are planning to go out and cheat on their woman, uh, maybe with someone they meet at Big O and Dukes' party tonight. See, whenever I cheated, I try to make it during like a Tuesday or a Wednesday because weekends were usually boyfriend and girlfriend time where we would do our date right. days and everything. So I tried to slide my date and my uh, cheatings into a Wednesday or a Tuesday. So, you know, it was a little less... Uh, well, here's the thing. Obvious. You're going on the company trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to go out of da- town for the company trip. Heard that one before. Yeah. Oh, that happened to you, didn't mm-hmm. it? Vegas. Apparently what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. It breaks up Dubs' mm-hmm. girlfriend and him mm-hmm. uh, when they're in Orlando. So there's that warning. But first, because I know our audience, I know the WJFK audience, there's a more pressing warning that I'd like to start off this weekend with. And um, that warning is, do not have sex with picnic tables. Because apparently, it's against law. this can land you in jail. I don't even understand how you could have sex with a picnic table. I'm not sure either. I'm, I personally, the only, way I can, the, only, the only way I could imagine, and we're about to explain. The only way I could imagine is where you put the umbrella. You know, if you if you have like a table outside in your backyard and you put the umbrella, ah. but otherwise, I'm not I'm not completely uh, understanding how this happens. The only tables I've ever heard of being used during sex are the glass ones that Asian okay. women stand over. That's alleged. And no, that's not true. Alleged. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I've not... had a bird's eye view of those. <laughs> All right. Here's what happened. Uh, a guy in Ohio was caught having sex with a picnic table. I got almost got to read the story to mm. I don't like usually reading stories. But this is so absurd that I have to share this with you. Of course, as a public service, I don't know, uh, Sideshow, if we can write this down for the PSA file that WJFK needs to uh, throw out there to keep our license from the FCC. But make sure this you put this in. Service. This is a public service from the hideout. Hey, boo-boo. A man in central Ohio was accused of having sex with his picnic table. The investigation began when a tipster gave the police three DVDs showing Arthur Price having sexual intercourse with a metal round table on his deck. Three DVDs. So this guy 
just got tired of watching it. He was he was recording it, showing it to his friends and everything, getting a good chuckle. Five months of the same thing over and over again. You know what? This is getting really old. This is like a friends rerun that I've seen eight or ten times. We need to do something about this. The incidents occurred between January and March of 2008. Police say the DVDs show Price involved in a sexual act in his bedroom. Mm. Starts in the bedroom. Of course. Then he walks out to his deck, mm-hmm. tilts the table on its side. Now, do you think he's starting in his bedroom? Like, he, he starts in there like, I'm not going to do it this time. I'm not going to have sex with the picnic table. And he just gets into it. Screw it. I got to do it. No. I got to go out there Well, now. he has foreplay. His fluffer is a TV tray. <laughs> so, he tilts got it on. Got some good tray today. <laughs> he tilts it on his side and then has intercourse, okay? Makes sense. Right. Police say he lives near an elementary school. And he Who doesn't? Exactly. We all do. He admitted that he had sex with the picnic table when police arrived to question him. He confirmed the incidents caught on the DVDs and said he also had sex with the table inside the home. All right, now we need to put a big A on him for adultery because he's cheating on his picnic table. <laughs> Price faces four counts of public... I think, I think the picnic table like to watch right through the bay window. They're fetish. It's the one that set it up mm-hmm. on, uh, on Craigslist. Price faces four counts of public indecency, and he's free on a $20,000 bond. 800-636-1067. Okay. We got a break. All right, mm. Let's break, and I want to come back now that we've kind of set the story up. Here's my question: Who is more of a deviant, the guy having sex with the picnic table in his backyard, or the clown that's recording it yeah. for three, three weeks DVDs. and putting it on DVDs and then running to the police? You know, there's who bootlegs ha- of this. Who has the bigger problem? And by the way. I want a copy of this. Oh, of course. Because this has to be the funniest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Just pants around ankles, looking around. You know he's looking around. Do you think he spoons with it afterwards? Just cuddles? Talks to it? That was a good one. Uh, Tommy the table. I wonder if he does the same thing with my girlfriend when he's done. and Just pushes it away. Goes gets a sandwich. Wipes, I know it down, wipes it down with Windex. I don't know what he does, but I got it. We'll, we'll share this with you and continue to help you avoid this kind of situation as you get ready for the big party tonight at the Clarendon Ballroom with Big O and Dukes. Uh, all right, I'm getting this from the Wild Hawk. Mm. There's a whole culture of people who do this. They're called Fernies. Are you kidding me? I get to play off of furries, although it could be true. I, I'm not doubting it at all. R- Fernie sounds like a legit phrase. All right, now I have to know if that's real or not. I just thought that was a joke. I'll Google it. I'm right, sure we'll, something will pop up. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Tefe and Dubs live in for a sick gym room on a Friday night on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. The Hideout. Babe. The Hideout 106.7 
with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. In for the sick Jim Rome, we are El Jefe and J-Dubs, and you're in the hideout. It's 106.7 WJFK. Big O and Dukes right now heading to the Clarendon Ballroom. 75 years of cheers. We have contests on site, all sorts of stuff. Meet them out there at 10, get there early. Clarendon Ballroom on Wilson and Arlington. Uh, Hideoutheretics.net is the fan board. 800-636-1067 is the phone number, and Hideout Radio is the instant messenger. Before the break, we were talking about a dude who got busted for having sex with his patio furniture. Mm-hmm. And actually... The lucky devil. Facing charges. Yeah, you're just jealous because someone's having sex. Yeah, I know. And I... The Wild Hawk and the instant messenger said they're called Fernies. I thought it was a joke. Then he says, as far as I know, it's real. They actually have the intercourse of furniture and sometimes dress up now as I'm, furniture themselves. <laughs> no, I thought, but I, I think every fourteen-year-old kid has had sex with their couch. Yeah, I, now, I, can, I don't. I, I don't think that qualifies you as a Fernie. I think that qualifies you as a boy who's just out there, kind of experimenting. All right. On the Instant Messenger, Punani wants to know, uh, you think if this guy gets probation, he's going to have to go around to all the furniture stores and let them know that he's an offender? And, but here's what's interesting, though. This cat, he uh, he got busted because some person for about four months was videotaping him, putting it on DVDs, and then turned that into the cops. And by the way... Dude was in the privacy of his own home and backyard. Kinda. He was in his own backyard. If, he was do- if you're doing it on the front lawn, you know what I mean? Then, okay, I can understand you getting in some trouble. But you're in your backyard. Is it an enclosed backyard? I don't know that, but I would assume it probably is. Here's what bothers me about the guy who taped it. One time's enough. You know, you go, okay, I'm going to tape this one time and turn it into the police. For three weeks, taping it nonstop, and <laughs> this guy's doing it enough why to is... fill up three DVDs in three weeks. First of all, wow. Yeah. The stamina this guy has. <laughs> Vivid may want to I'll, call him. I'll tell you what. This uh, this table's a lucky girl. But um, the other thing, too, that's kind of... Um... Do you think he invites people over to eat on that table, too? How dirty would you feel? Well, because the other thing was he ended up... Uh, also having relations with his table and his kitchen. Mm-hmm. So he was cheating on it. Let's say you get busted for this, right? Let's say it is Justin Johnson that is busted for this. Mm-hmm. Would you be ashamed of this, or would you almost wear this as a badge of honor? I think the shame would hit me immediately, and then after a while, you're like, yeah, what? I had sex with my picnic table. Got a problem? <laughs> Everybody's had sex with weird things. Yeah, I mean... Some me- people call them girls... Some people call them tables. 
Uh, yeah, for me, it was like a toilet paper roll that I tried to use once. I used one of the uh, the Big Slam uh, one liter uh, Pepsi bottles when I was a kid. Um, they don't say how old this guy is, but he, he does. Looks probably early thirties. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's in his early thirties. He looks for, like a bear too. Uh, although for for most people, uh, they look in their early thirties. That actually means they're in their twenties nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm getting this on the instant messenger. Now I'm really interested. Fur, fur knee, fur why? Sofa or beanbag chair? What's better? All right, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to sit here. Beanbag and, chair. You know, from actual experience, the 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 uh, the chair. The I mean, the sofa is too constrictive. The beanbag chair. You know, you can you can move it around a little bit. So that was one of my warnings I wanted to start off the weekend with, because it is a Friday night, and a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to be getting into some devious things this evening, this evening, and this weekend, possibly. So make sure it's not something with your uh, patio furniture. Now, here's the other thing. And if you do, wear rubber. Always be protected, mm-hmm. constantly. You don't want a little chair popping out nine months from now. Make sure. little ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another thing. All right, so a lot of guys are going to go out and get some strange. Kudos. Mm-hmm. Then women are going to go out and get some strange. Shame, Shame on you. You should feel dirty. According to the um, this, happened in Denver. Mm-hmm. Cat killed by angry husband. <laughs> in an attempt to get back at a cheating wife, a uh, a man shot one of her cats. By the way, I gotta say that's probably the most humane way to take a cat out. I mean, there are really other ways you could do. So, like what? Are you saying maybe dig a hole, bury it head up, and go over it with a weed whacker? Okay, that, is that something that could happen? Yes. Never crossed my mind. Let's go to Sam on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, Sam? Yeah, I, I can't even, like, picture this in my head. Like, like I, I know you guys got to be careful about this, but mm-hmm. how do you think this is even possible? With the, with the, with the table? The guy in the yeah, picnic yeah. table? Uh, I think I think the only way we figured was, uh, you know, that the place where the uh, umbrella pole goes? <laughs> I think that's about it. I think we just gave Sam an idea. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason you called, dude. Like, I can't figure this out, and now, thank you, Hideout, you've given me the answer. You just figured out the Rubik's Cube of sex. It's extremely well endowed to do something like that, though. All right, all right, that's good enough. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate the phone call. I don't want to go any further, but I understand what you're saying. Now, is it... Now, is Sam more in line, or... Am I crazy? Because I immediately probably I immediately was like, "Oh, I see how he did it." <laughs> yeah, I didn't see how he did it at first either. You had to kind of enlighten me. I don't know if that's the way he did it, but, but that seemed yeah, that does seem the most reasonable way, right? When I, cause when I think of picnic table, I think of the long one with the wood, like the long boards of wood. That's why I couldn't figure it out at first, right? I didn't think maybe it was it's the other one. way. Maybe he's not so, uh, <laughs> you know. Somehow you just get a little credit card. Nicknamed Splinter. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get back to this cat okay. story. It's one of my favorites of the year. So dude finds out his chick is cheating. Mm-hmm. Gets angry and shoots her cat. Then he sends out an email blast. 
Of course. According to the police, he sent out an email to family members expressing his frustration over past marital issues he and his wife had. In the same email, he described killing a cat with a twenty-two caliber pistol so that his wife could feel his marital, his marital pain. The email also threatened the three remaining cats. He did it because... <laughs> He did it because he knew his wife was partial to cats. And so, that, and that's why. Now, me and my ex had a cat, Sadie Lou. And if I were to say that it didn't cross my mind of killing Sadie Lou. Are you serious? Yeah, of course. I think in, in that situation, I think it crosses everyone's mind. If you see something that they love so much, you want to destroy it. Just so they feel a little pain, and if it, if I said it didn't go through my mind, I'd be a liar. If I didn't, if I said I didn't think, how great would it be if she reached in to grab some socks out of her sock drawer, or panties that she was wearing for the other guy? Yeah, or she, and she just got a, a fist full of cat intestines. Dude, you're awful. That, that is your cat too. I know that's why I didn't do it, but I thought, how great would that be? I don't think it'd be great at all. I think it'd be epic. 800-636-1067. Hefe Dubs here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. It was around Christmas time, and I thought maybe putting the cat's head on top of the tree would be a nice touch. Because she cheated on you. Yeah, and right left before you, Christmas. Left you with another, uh, for another dude. And actually broke up with me the day after Christmas. Wow. And so your the tree is still up. And so to you, the best way. Wow, the tree was still up. Yeah. Did you did you ever sit there looking at that tree? Just it used to be my playground playing through my head. Yeah. Just a long December. Just broken hearted. Mm-hmm. Petting the cat, thinking I could do it right now. Be that easy. So you actually understand what this guy was uh, thinking, though. Yeah, I couldn't have done it, though. Right. I'm not a psycho. No, not at all. Not that it, you know, even it going through your mind Mm-mm. makes you crazy at all. Not at all. Cat was found in a retention pond. According, That's just wrong. According to the cops, the cat was truly the victim here. Why was it in a retention pond? He didn't leave it as a trophy for her? See, that's what is weird, because I'm thinking you would, ha- you would want... Like maybe you'd even take you'd a, make a you'd make like a coonskin hat out of it and wear it around in front of her. That's what you do. <laughs> See what your love of of other Dugan made me do. Yes, I'm wearing I'm wearing Missy's slippers right now. And he was looking at the other three cats. He could have built a whole Davy Crockett outfit. Yes, I would actually wear the tail as a tail. Just tape it on there and wag it myself. The cop continues not to say that we weren't concerned. He obviously poses a threat to his wife. It was all about revenge, but the cat was truly the victim here. Or maybe wear the tails of unibrow. Just be silly. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Andrew on line one, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, Andrew? Hey, I was just going to tell you what you should have done was taken the cat's head mm-hmm. and put it into a box and wrapped it for Christmas <laughs> and her before she left. Here, there you you know what? I'm not going to take this back. You can just have it. What's in the box? Oh, God. What's in the box? Thank you, Andrew. 
John Doe has the upper hand. I don't know why. Like, you've got me in this really sick place right now where I'm thinking about it. I'm like, one of the stocking stuffers. Replace the eyes with Christmas lights. Okay, let's take a break. You're obviously, you need to settle down. You're still not over this. 800-636-1067. What's in the box? Oh, God. It's the hideout. FN dubs in for a sick gym room. Obviously, we're sick, too. That's why we're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. The hideout. The hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The hideout. Where could you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here? Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. It's a Friday night, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. How are you anyway? Jim Rome is sick. And um, apparently so are you, Dubs. The lady just called off the air and said <laughs> that Justin Lee Johnson is a sick psychopath, <laughs> needs help. Someone please tell him to stop. I, El Jefe, am telling you, Dubs, to stop with the... What did I do? You got a little too much joy when talking about the revenge that a guy took in killing his wife's cat because she was cheating on him. Listen. And you said you wanted to do... You thought about doing the same thing. I'm I'm not psychopathic enough to do that. Just think about it. Yeah, I thought about it. It crossed my mind. You think of the worst. You thought, you thought you, about wearing it as a tail, like its tail as your own tail. And cutting off its ears and wearing the ears on top of my head. Yes, I thought of all of that. You think of the worst ways you could hurt that other girl. And if you if that's the way you do it, you think about it. You get a little giggle out of it. Out of the look on her face. <laughs> oh, you got to chill out, bro. Uh, there is something about that revenge, though. I did love that cat, though. Yeah, I know you did, but it, it, you're right. It is You do want to hurt the other person yeah. for hurting you. And if the cast would go out, it's collateral damage. The way my ex would always get back at me when I cheated mm-hmm. is by staying married to me. <laughs> and she knew that would hurt me the most. 800-636-1067. How did you get over the whole um, her leaving you thing? Time. No, I don't know. It was just, um, I guess it was just, you know, waiting it out. That's what I've always heard when it comes to someone cheating on you. The best way to deal with it is time. That's all That's all you yeah. really can do. I mean, here you are 13 months later, and obviously you're harboring no ill will or resentment. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do it now. I have no, I yeah, I have no problem with her now. But, you know, for that first few months. Hey, whenever you see like your ex, do you do you wish them to fail? Do you wish bad things upon them? I think so. Um, I don't know if you wish bad things, but you wish that they're doing a little bit worse than you are. Right. I don't think you want them. Most people don't want them to be totally crack horde in the gutter, mm-hmm. but you don't want to hear about them doing above and beyond what you're doing. Here's what's interesting too: like you can be with someone and can be completely worried about them and mm-hmm. love them and be consumed in them. And then, all of a sudden, later on, 
it's like you haven't talked to them and you never want to talk to them again and you really don't care how they're doing. And I don't know what hurts most. Well, it, it, the right after you break up with someone, it's really awkward that little time when you're supposed to be turning it off but you still haven't where you're wondering, hopefully she made it home okay. Wait, I'm not dating her anymore. Why does that matter? I can't worry about it because I'm not supposed to worry about it anymore. Yeah, I know you're right. I mean, there was man, there was so many times we were freaked out if they mm. were late getting home, or you know, did they have to stay at the <laughs> at the metro stop, you know? And and are they going to be all right? And then now it's just like mm, I haven't heard in months. Eh, whatever, mm. you know. It, it just no. There's no feeling there at all. How could you? How that's what's interesting. How could you be so consumed with someone and then later on really care less if they were in some sort of a horrific car crash? I think because you're supposed to at one point, but then after you're not supposed to, you kind of turn it off. It's all set up for you. I got this from an instant messenger. Hideout Radio, by the way, is it. Um, I got treats from an ex's best friend Mm. to hurt her. Uh, she sounded like she couldn't walk later on in the day when she found out, so it worked out pretty well. Nice. Like she was hurting that bad. Um, oh, very important detail. Best friend was a guy. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, what about that? Yeah, are you will- <laughs> Are you willing to take that kind of hit to uh, really hurt your ex? Are you, yeah, are you willing to extract that sort of revenge and go with gay sex? I think the first few days, yeah. You would do, because you know, you're right, though. You're, you're this, desperate for for a little pain to happen unto them. And here's here's what's interesting. I, I've never been cheated on. Or if I have been, I didn't know, you know. Mm-hmm. I've always been the cheater. So I, I don't know what that, what does that feel like? Um, It's hard to describe. It's more of a, you know, when you just get really pissed off and it only lasts for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Imagine that for like two weeks, <laughs> where you're just livid, and you hate everything and everybody, mm-hmm. and nothing can make you feel better except for killing a cat. And see, the more we talk about it, the more you kind of understand this. It, it, this guy like... needed to exact his revenge. Yeah. Now, listen, I am a cat owner. I love my cats. I have three of them. I just understand where he's coming from. I wouldn't have done it, but I understand where he's coming from. And all you have to do is put yourself in that situation and have that empathy mm-hmm. of there's the quote-unquote love of your life going around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, being with other people, and you think, all right, who's going to be my victim? This can't kill a person. No, of course not. That would be wrong. Yeah. Although to some people, hurting an animal is way worse yeah, there than hurting a human being. There is an innocent that goes with dogs, but cats, say they have a... Just like, uh... They poop inside the house, so whatever. Mm-hmm. And just like on Sopranos, they're snakes with fur. Hmm. 800-636-1067. Just kind of interesting. So anyway, there are your warnings, all right? As you're going out this weekend, you're getting prepared for the big party tonight. Big mm-hmm. on Duke's 75 years of cheers party going on at the Clarendon Ballroom. Just make sure you do not go out and cheat or have sex with your furniture. Uh, Mark those PSAs. Yeah, make sure we get that in the public file. <clears throat> really quickly, um, mm-hmm. 
one of the things that's going on, and I saw this when I was on WJFK.com, is a, uh, let me go back to the website to make sure that I don't screw this up. Uh, well, you know, the Nationals are coming up and, um, you know, opening opening day, right? Yeah. Well, aren't they going green? President Bush is slated to throw out the first pitch. You know, like the ceremonial mm. first pitch that always happens. Um, in fact, all right, yeah, I wanted to make sure I had this correct before I started speaking on it. But uh, Evie and Cakes, along with some junkettes, are going to be at the Cantina Marina for the Nats home opener pre-party. That's coming up this Sunday from 5 to 7. So it's just six blocks away from the new stadium. So make sure you get out there. It's all brought to you by Miller Lite. Uh, good call. So anyway, but President Bush is going to be out there, and he's going to be throwing out the first pitch. A guy on this blog uh, brought up a very interesting point that Pat, um, I'm sorry, Paul LaDuca was supposed to be catching the opening pitch. Now, you probably don't know anything about Paul LaDuca, do you? No. Well, he was mentioned 37 times in the Mitchell Report about steroids. And, of course, steroids was President Bush's big thing. Yep. In, steroids in baseball. He in made a, speeches about it. He was a, all out there. In a past State of the Union address. So now the Nats have decided that they aren't uh, going to make Bush look any dumber than he already is. And instead of LaDuca catching that first pitch, uh, they're going to go uh, with Manny Acta. So they have purposely, they don't want President Bush throwing this first pitch. Now, those of you, I don't know if you've been able to hear my take on steroids, but I think steroids are needed in the game of baseball. I think they make the game of baseball better. But what I wanted to point out really quickly is this president and his hypocrisy. And we don't want to get into, you know, everything like the war and et cetera. But I just want to point out that when he was the owner of the Texas Rangers, when I grew up in Dallas and went to Rangers games at old Arlington Stadium, and I'd see him there mm. as part owner of the Rangers, he owned a team that had some of the biggest juicers that have been quote-unquote, named. And that includes Jose Canseco, that includes Juan Gonzalez, that includes Rafael Palmero, and allegedly Pudge Rodriguez, who is my favorite baseball player of all time. And I always just like to point out the hypocrisy of this man who went on this, this crusade against steroids and cleaning up baseball, yet at the same time he owned a team when all of this was going on underneath his nose, and some people even say, too, that he knew about it. Well, if you if you notice, and I yeah, I, I don't care about steroids in baseball. I don't care about the hypocrisy of someone giving a speech about it. It, it just doesn't matter to me all around. But if you look at the Mitchell report, it and it, it starts. They pick up right when GW stopped owning the Rangers. Yeah, it started exactly when he stopped. And that's all. And when any of these guys on Capitol Hill listening right now to the hideout, all oh, you're full of it. And I'm actually pretty disappointed that the Nats decided not to go ahead and just keep LaDuca out there. Because there's nothing more appropriate than the president throwing uh, what's probably going to be a fastball in the dirt to Paul LaDuca. And shame on you. So when you're out there, listen, is it wrong to encourage booing the president? I, yes. It's wrong? Is yeah. it really? There has to be a little bit of respect. Like the man or not. You want to actually have people out there booing? It's not going to do any good. Is if he, it, listen, 
You don't even have to boo him because of the policies in Iraq. Boo him because of his stance on steroids. All right, if he throws one in the dirt, boom. Boom on the pitch. It's baseball. Boom don't, regardless. Don't, boom for what he's done to baseball and ruining it by taking steroids out of the game. I hate the mixing of politics and sports. Just boom if he throws a bad pitch. Let's go to Paul on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Yo. Hey, I love hearing you all on the weeknights. This is awesome. Hey, uh, I totally think they should have hired Roger Clemens to catch that uh, first pitch that they could have. I mean, it's everything in government is so hypocritical, and they've been doing this for years. I mean... God forbid, I mean, we have baseball players juicing themselves and, you know, turning their heads into pumpkins. I mean, why don't we concentrate on something, like, good, like illegal immigration? Why don't we try and solve some problems? Hey, there's oh. nothing wrong with immigrants, as El Jefe. Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with them. Thanks, Paul, for the phone call. As long as they aren't using steroids to jump those fences. Exactly. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Half and Dubs live in for the sick Jim Rome. Going to start hour two next. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. With El Hefe and J Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomist. The hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. In the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, hour two. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. Jim Rome is sick. We are here. 106.7 WJFK. Feel free to call in clones. Clones, heretics, whatever you want to call me, are all the same. Uh, by the way, less than two hours now. I like what you're going to wear out there to get the Big O and Dukes party. Yeah? I like the hoodie. Looks good. It's classy. Yeah, Clarendon it's... Ballroom, why not wear a hoodie? I've got, I got my church clothes packed away. We had a guy that couldn't hold because, um, I don't know, he couldn't hold. But he was talking about steroids should be mandatory in sports, and I've said that too. Anything to make the game better. Steroids in baseball and one retard per team in football. Fullback. You put him in there. It's a very easy position to play. You tell him, hey, run left. Block the the uh, the white jerseys in front of you, and then you're running home for uh, you know touchdown. Yeah. Um, I do want to take umbrage with something you said right before the break. I was thinking about it. What? That you hate the mixing of politics and sports, mm -hmm. and you don't think that President Bush should be booed out there because I said that he should be at opening day for the Nats. I, I just don't think it it really makes a difference and matters. But, but I think you. That's the beauty is being able to voice your opinion. I mean, if you're going to boo Dimitri Young, you're booing him over sports at that. I, I think he I should th be booed at the State of the I Union when he makes a bad point. I, th I think that stuff is completely relevant. I think this nitwit should be booed everywhere he goes in the United States of America and outside the country for what he's done over the last eight years. I just had to say that. He should be constantly booed. I'm tired of your whiny liberal attitude it's not a whiny liberal attitude i think he should be booed i want to cry I, because he's done a bad job I, my voice is not quite Here, that high here's how you cry you vote for someone else yes but then you can also to voice your opinion 
Even sure. if it means he's out there th- but stepping on the rubber, throwing people, it 60 feet, 6 inches. Encouraging people who wouldn't rather boo this man at a uh, sporting function where it has nothing to do. Maybe that's where you get it started. That's all I'm get saying. Get started. The movement. What movement? The movement for John McCain. Hey, by the way, <laughs> I don't know if any of you know, but I also do a morning show in Tampa. Uh, by my God-given name, Dro Silva, mm-hmm. and I played that audio that we had uh, last night of the guy alleging that Barack he uh, gave treats, mm-hmm. a Lewinsky essentially, to Barack Obama, just to throw it out there and see what everyone thought. And the owner of the company is like, "Um, is that real?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "You know, uh, Justin found it." And he just thought Why would you play. throw me under the bus to the owner? I'm not even a part of that crap show, and I'm getting in trouble for it. It's not a crap show. Whatever. I'm the next Glenn Beck. That's even, crap show. That's even, what the, that's even <laughs> what the competition is saying. Um, oh, you had a story you wanted to, to uh, share. Speaking of audio. Yes. Uh, this happened in Orlando, Florida. A 11-year-old at a, at a middle school... She was getting a little surly, pushed another student into oncoming traffic. Um, The uh, school liaison, the school officer, went to, you know, confront her and get her under control. The girl punched her in the face, the cop in the face. So the cop decided, I'm going to tase her. Really? So an 11-year-old got tasered in uh, Florida, and here's the next down, I mean, hideout download for that. Uh, by the way, before we get to that, someone brings up a good point on in the Instant Messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotter says, isn't the fact that the president's even at a baseball game mixing politics and sports? It's not a political move. It's a it celebrity is. move that he was invited for. Ooh, look at this. John McCain at a KKK rally in 1972. Good. What? What do you mean good? He's got his heart in the right place. All right. Here's an 11-year-old who got uh, tasered. Sure. Change the subject. <laughs> Conservative. Go ahead. An elementary school student shot by a taser, fired by an Orange County deputy. Good evening, I'm Jacqueline London. I'm Bob Fryer. The 11-year-old girl was tased in front of a class full of students. The deputy says it was the only way she could control the fourth grader. It happened at Mars Park Elementary in East Orange County. We have Local 6 Live Team coverage of the big story. Adam Longo is at the school hearing from students who watched it happen. Eric Von Aiken has reaction from Sheriff Kevin Barry. But first, to Adam. Hey, Jackie, I talked to many parents and students who know this girl, and they have labeled her as a problem child. 11 years old, her name is Talia Jimenez. She was in a fourth grade English as a second language class. Now, let me take you through exactly what police and eyewitnesses told us happened here this morning at Moss Park Elementary School. Apparently, earlier this morning, Talia apparently pushed a student. That student went to report her to a teacher. But when that happened, Talia was uncooperative with the teachers who were asking her to calm down. Somehow, Talia punched the school resource officer in the school resource officer says she had no choice but to tase her. <laughs> As school let out, many of the students and parents had... I think this should be the new spanking. These kids are out of control. Every parent should have a taser. What do you mean the new spanking? We took away spanking. Exactly. We should go back to spanking them. 
already heard the news, but for some parents, they were hearing firsthand from their kids exactly how it all went down. The officer kind of like just teased her in the back. Graciela Rodriguez was having her class in the hallway with a clear view of what was going on in the classroom right in front of her. Pause it. Black Albert says, please be a white girl. Please be a white girl. Last name Jimenez. I don't think so. And he goes, oh, thank God not black. As though we should have played Guess the Race with this one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. In the back. And what what happened when she got tased? Did she... Uh, she, she just kind of like fell on the floor and stuck. <laughs> she was shocked. The school sent a note home with all the kids to give to their parents. I want to inform you of an incident that occurred on, on campus this morning. And left a voice message at parents' homes. As a last resort, and unfortunately... A student was tasered by the school resource officer. But for the 20 to 30 fourth graders who saw the incident unfold right before their eyes, it's an experience they won't soon forget. That is true. I'll, if that happened in my school, I would be dying out on that story every chance I could. That would be great if I saw Ginny Slushler get <laughs> tased out by the buses. That would have been awesome. It's scary to see a police officer getting punched. Especially a police officer, somebody who's older than you. Now we're told that that school resource officer was checked out at Florida Hospital East. She had a bruised nose, but no broken bones. As for Talia, we were told that she did not receive any injuries from the tasing. She was looked over, released, and now she's at a juvenile detention center. Now coming up tonight on Local 6 News at 6, we'll hear from other parents who obviously have mixed reactions to an 11-year-old being tased in the school. And we also spoke with another child who was in that class, saw the whole thing go down. We'll be back here at 6. We're live in Orange County. Adam Longo, Local 6. Adam, thank you. So, what happens when a person is tased? Well, deputies showed us the device about an hour ago. They say it sends 1,200 volts of electricity through your body so you can't move or fight. You've seen it used before. But they also say that they will only use it on elementary school students if they feel they have no other choice. And they say the size and the actions of the 11-year-old made her a threat. It does not have to do with the age of the individual. It has to do with the person's body size. In today's case, and it's an 11-year-old child who's five foot five, 150 pounds, which is about the size. <laughs> a big, giant 11-year-old. This, not only did this this little girl get tased, now she's being, being called a fatty pig fatty <laughs> on the news and by the officers. It's awesome. This is the greatest story ever of a normal woman so go back did you see what he did you hear what he was saying go back to uh, the part where he's giving her weight and everything uh, it's a hideout half and dubs by the way in for the sick gym it does not have to do with the age of the individual it has to do with the person's body size in today's case and it's an 11 year old child who's five foot five 150 pounds which is about the size of a normal woman Whoa, so it, it's not a factor that she's 11 years old she had the that is not right. He's just hey. going on his wife's size. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, we were in Orlando. Right, maybe you are correct. Mm-hmm. But 5'5", five, five, a went to buck stock. 50 is not right. They just went to stock footage of, of Disney. That is not normal, nor should it be. Physical abilities to attack this deputy and cause injury to her nose. In fact, deputies oh, say she held you from American Gladiators. Have used more force on that student. Guidelines in this type of situation would have allowed the use of a baton, a kicking or punching, which uh, would obviously have injured the girl. Oh, as opposed to tasering. Wow, man, that was awesome. Five five, a buck fifty. Rack that story. I love it. Uh, all right, <laughs> fatty pig, fatty. So. 
Do you think it was warranted then? Yeah. If, if uh, These kids, they think they're going to get away with everything. Do you have any kid in your school that thought he was badass enough at 11 years old to punch a cop in the face? That kid's out of control and needs a little electricity thrown through his body or her body. Uh, his, I think you got it right. Yeah. I wonder if she's going out for the uh, for the football team. Got a good middle linebacker. Yeah, she'd, be, she'd be running around with that red dot on the back of her head so she can't carry the ball. Big X. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, man, talk about shame. When I played for the Bengals in the third and fourth grade in Dallas, and I'd have to step on that scale, and then they'd get that big black X <laughs> on the back of my helmet saying, if you fat, <laughs> fatty pig, fatty hefe can't carry the ball. If you kiss the ball, he has to fall on it right away. Yeah. No forward motion with the ball. Because he's a chunk of lard like this girl. 5'5", five, five, 150. 11 year, 11, that's the other thing, too. 11 years old. So that's like, I don't want to get too into it, but that's with even without even really hitting puberty, right? She just started. So it's not it's even... It's probably like, puberty's in its infancy with her right now. Dude, let me say this really quickly. Uh... We don't advertise this, but some of you are probably catching on to the fact that we're not actually in D.C. We're That's why it's going to be a hell of a trip to the Clarendon Ballroom tonight. But we're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're actually in Tampa. Yeah. In our 10th uh, our floor compound overlooking Tampa Bay. Well, I, uh, I've just really noticed lately, and I don't know if it's because people are in spring break or what, the amount of just behemoths oh, yeah. that are walking around now. Specifically, I saw two women. You, you know, you know the shirt uh, that chicks will wear, where it's like a um, kind of a Spaghetti tank strap. top. Yeah, kind of a tank top, and you know, it obviously covers their boob, but it kind of splits in the middle, so you mm. kind of see the midriff, and you think, all right, that's a shirt for really sexy chicks. I'm not lying. This woman walking down the street had a gut. Like, I am seeing, and I'm not just talking about, like, guts, because I have a gut. Not a little pudge. I know, I have a gut. Yeah. I'm talking about a real, legitimate Tony Saragusa gut. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I've seen it twice now in a couple of days. And in the state of Florida, they're talking about, and I'm sure this has been thrown around, too, Mm -hmm. in D.C., about baggy, uh, um, banning saggy pants. You know, whenever you're sagging. Let's ban saggy asses. Let's ban that. Let's ban saggy stomachs. Let's get some bans on that kind of stuff. Let's go work around the real body instead of the clothes first. Is Danny on line one still there? Danny, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, how you doing? What's up, bro? Well, I'm just talking about uh, me and my son getting tased. They were talking, you know, y'all talking about being tased and all Mm -hmm. stuff. I figured out. Uh, are you the same one that got called yesterday and you're going to jail for having uh, relations with an underage girl? That is correct. All right. All right now, you and your son got tased. Yes, sir. Uh, it was a fishing tournament down at uh, Lake Anna, mm-hmm. down down at the community center, uh, the, the park area down there. Him and his, another one of the boys ended up getting the lines tangled, a little melee uh, went out. They got yeah. a security guard, big overweight fat man that... Uh, I guess he's supposed to be keeping keeping an eye on all keeping order. Off. Yeah. Well, I I ended up uh, pushing the one kid down um, that was on my boy because he was you know tough arming him and uh, I had his head under and stuff. I thought he was going to kill him. I pushed him under. Um, the security guard came at me, and next thing you know, my boy. I mean, he ain't but twelve years old. 
um, my boy gets in front, and the security guard, damn sure enough, tased him. And uh, dry, uh, the, the thing tased him good enough to drop him. I go to the security guard to try to help my boy. Next thing I know, I'm being tased. You know what's um, interesting? Are you... Are it's weird. You have a story that relates to every horrid thing. Have you had sex with a picnic table? No, no. I mean, I've had a rough life. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a rough upbringing, a little hard life. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. When are you going to jail, by the way, for having sex with uh, an underage girl? Well, uh, we, well, for one, I want to clear up. I, I, I'm hoping I don't go to jail for one. Um, like yeah, I said, clear that up. I've talked to the man. Um, I've talked to him a lot about it. It looks, looks in my favor now, like he might try to do what he can to help me out. Um, mm. So I explained the whole situation with him. I, I didn't try to do nothing wrong. All right. Hey, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Hey, You're well, very welcome. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> him and his son down the fishing hole. Is he, Security guard's is there. he real? I think so. Now, because yesterday you were convinced he wasn't real. And his call about his whole situation with MySpace. This one turned me. Wow. I'm, he was he said he was in the Stafford area. And I believe stuff that goes on around there. Getting in fights over fishing holes. And sex with girls that tell you they're 18 on MySpace. Wow. Oh, speak. All right, we got a break, don't we? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I want to... Uh, I want to bring this up. First of all, I want to remind you, too. Big Owen Dukes, mm -hmm. 75 years of Cheers Party going on tonight at the Clarendon Ballroom. Could win 75 grand or a trip to Chicago. Uh, hopefully, you're already on your way there now. Dubs and I should walk in around 1045. So make sure when we walk in, there's a nice round of applause and also and drinks. drinks that are going to be all around. Um, we'll also, too, take a break and come back. And when we do, Dubs, I want to be able to share with you, you know the the tramp stamp? Yeah. They now have them for toddlers. And uh, I'll tell you where you can get them. All right? Quick break, come back. It's F.A. and Dubs. Is it not going to work? No. Just go to break after after the LQ. All right. It's F.A. and Dubs in for a sick Jim Rome on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Oh, Hefe and J-Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. The Hideout. In for a sick gym room, we are El Jefe and J-Dubs, your Saturday night buddies. Our show normally on Saturday nights from 6 to 9 o'clock. It's 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067. That's 800-636-1067. How you feeling? I know you were tired before the show started. I'm still a little tired. Feeling a little bit better, though. In the flow now. Yeah. Having fun. You're right. It is fun. This radio thing, it can be occasionally fun. I was uh, I was at lunch earlier today from my PR firm, mm -hmm. and uh, it was me, a uh, 62-year-old guy who was also with uh, with the company. Fun dude, old dude. Call him Archie because he's just old and racist, but he's fun. You know, he like he's yeah. in, he's endearing. Uh, and then. Uh, our print and our TV manager. 
and the print manager, uh, both both of them in PR, so they're hot chicks, you know what I mean? And we're sitting there having a conversation about how the PR manager, she already has, like, she worked at Hooters, she's got C-cups, and then she's talking about how she wants breast implants. Um, and I'm, I was like, what? What do you mean? Why do you want breast implants? I, I couldn't understand why she would want breast implants because mm-hmm. she has C-cups. And she was telling me it was because she doesn't want to have to wear a bra. Have you ever heard of anything like that? Yeah, um, I know people have done that, uh, and they just can't stay with the same size. When, when a girl, when a woman gets older, especially if they have kids, I've heard about that, where you know, their their boobs will get bigger uh, when they have the kid, and then they shrink back down, and then they're all saggy. So then they'll put the implants in and kind of firm them out and just make them look normal again. Yeah, but I thought I, I honestly, I, I thought it was really odd. The whole idea of, yeah, I want uh I think that's what it originally was for. Really? Yeah, it wasn't as much of a, you know, uh, I want to go bigger, smaller, or, you know, I want to go bigger, I want to go really big. I think it was just to kind of even stuff out with a lot of girls. And then people took it to the next level. All right. Anyway, I just thought it was real interesting. And then Rick, oh, sorry, Archie, hmm. uh, we're sitting there talking about it, and then he... Uh, they're chilies. And then he, like, lifts up his shirt and, like, flashes the whole place. Like, what's wrong with you, old man? They say that's the first thing to go with uh, old people is shame. Oh, yeah. You have no shame after the, the age of 60. Uh, well, it's not even at the age of 60 anymore. It's, like, after the age of 6. Mm-hmm. The, we're, we're talking about for the break. All right, tramp stamp. Yeah. That is the tattoo that is right above... It's in the it's small the of the back. back. Yeah. yeah, small of the back. Did your ex have one of those? Yep. You know, I think I've, I've only had sex with one girl who had a tattoo. It was like on her ankle. Really? Yeah. I, I'm, what, I'm trying to think if I've ever had sex with a chick that didn't have one. See, I was going to ask. I think every girl I've had sex with has had a, a tattoo. Is it is it hot to have, like, when you see a tramp stamp there? No, it doesn't matter to me. I really don't care. But, but, you know, you already, I mean, that's kind of like the norm for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it would be crazy if you were with a chick that didn't have some ink. Yeah. Man, think about that. I wonder if it's like, if it would be some sort of a turn on. Like, just in everyday life, if you saw a chick and she's got a tattoo. and I think at, at first, when I first saw, started seeing them when I was like 17, when I really started coming on. Right. I think uh, I found it kind of hot. Right. Thought, you know, that, that that's kind of a sexy place. Imagine, you know, right. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's but a tar- it, it, target. That's the yeah. joke. It's a target. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, my computer crashed. Okay. I, I love how Sideshow talks to us in our ears, but then we have to, like, stop. <laughs> so we're, we're talking back and forth with them, but no one can hear them. You can pop in so you people can hear you, too. Dude, yeah, it's the hideout, man. This isn't a professional show. I'm sure everybody wants to hear about your computer going down. That's <laughs> all. We used to do it all the time. You not remember Ron and can Fez? You, can people hear you now? Now they can, yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you not remember the Ron and Fez show? Um, computer's down. Somebody come in here and fix this. Hey, Dubs, what's going on with my computer here? And get my pin cup, please. We need Eric to call in right now. <laughs> uh... I right, punch up whoever's on the line because I'm st- my computer's still rebooting. All so right, get, they're get, up. Your, get your thumb off of it. Get your thumb off line one. Uh, who is this? Hello? You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hello? Yeah, what's up? What's your name? 
Hey, this is Blake from Vilton. All right, what's up, man? Hey, um, yeah, I was calling in regards to that fella talking about uh, him and his son got tased. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I witnessed a good portion of that happening. I didn't see the whole fight occur. But mm -hmm. i tell you what, I've never seen a black fella move so fast. A black come fella? Come with the security guard, come across so quick, and that little boy dropped like a sack of potatoes. All right, thank you for the phone call. <laughs> hey, did we change the signal and we're just mainly getting into now central Virginia? Yeah, we're just, we're, we're piping right in there. Can anyone on K Street hear the show? Nope. Are they even getting it in, in uh, Arlington and Clarendon? Nope. The Clarendon Ballroom? Wow, what is going on? And this computer's all frozen. It's not going to happen. You want another phone call? Yeah, we got another phone. Yeah, why don't you punch him up, Sideshow? Uh, Just punch him up when you feel like we need it. Mm -hmm. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, you guys are talking about the chicks with the tramp stamps. Yeah. I used to install countertops in, v in uh, Richmond and uh, you know, Virginia Beach area, and this guy rode with, he told me that girl used to drive him nuts with tramp stamps. But anyways, you're killing some time, and there's this tattoo festival going on. And there were these chicks walking around with, like, these huge pieces on the back from, like, their neck. I mean, like the you know, top of their spine down to the small of their back. Mm -hmm. And this guy was losing his mind, and I just wanted to throw up when I was seeing these girls. I mean, he was running up to him, going, oh, baby, you're so hot. That, that, that piece is nice. I was like, that's like almost like she had a booger hanging out of her nose. How are you into that? <laughs> All right, thank you for the phone call. You know, some guys I, like are the, I like the analogy of the booger hanging out of the nose. Some guys are into it, some guys aren't. I'm kind of just, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, if a girl has too many really ugly ones... Then it's a little bit off-putting, but for the most part, it's not going to stop me. I wonder about like a chick that's with you. Yeah, because, and I mean, all my ugly tattoos. It's been documented a lot of Dubs's ink is because of other radio hosts, including Don Geronimo, mm -hmm. who I believe in bets with Don uh, concerning your Detroit Lions. You have Indianapolis written across the back of your back, mm -hmm. across also, my shoulders. Also, you have the. Um, the Green Bay Packers logo on your back. Mm -hmm. So, has a girl ever commented to you that, hey... Just my ex. That clown with heroin that is, you know, the clown that's shooting heroin. It's kind of creepy. I have the uh, the Buccaneer logo on my butt, too. Because you lost that yeah. in a bet with Fez. And, like, right after me and my ex broke up, she's like, well, at least someone, you'll have to find someone else who will deal with the Buccaneer. She said that to yeah. you? I'm like, hey, it won't be a problem. And actually, it has been. No, I've, I've been able to find, but she, I'm stuck with it. She really said that to you? Yeah. I didn't know that. No? That pisses me off, no. man. Like, seriously. How dare she say that to you? Yes, those are hideous, awful drawings on your body, but that's not right for her to say to you. She's the one that cheated on you. That ain't cool. Well, thank you for coming to my rescue. Yeah. I, I mean, appreciate I, I'm that. actually really upset about that. Now have someone else deal, deal with the Buccaneer tattoo? What a bitch! I mean, I, I listen, I always hated her. Mm. I always, you know that. <clears throat> yeah. You knew that from, like, whenever we very first worked together in Lansing and you were with her, I did not like her. What was it? Her attitude. She had a bad attitude? Yeah. And she was white. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, she just had this attitude. Women. Man. I didn't know she had an attitude. I just knew she was always drunk. What was it you ever saw in her? Mm. It was what was available. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird, though? Because you kind of did the same thing as me. It was like, 
Yeah, yeah, really, what am I going to do? Yeah. Not really the first first. Uh, the first who... The first real repeat offender. Yeah, yeah, the consistency, the repeat offender. Uh, 800-636-1067. Well, I tease the story, so let me tell you about it really quickly. Right. I don't want to leave you hanging here. Um, turns out that there are now lower back tattoos, dubs. Um, but they're like, they're kind of those, um, not henna, but you know what I mean? They're temporary tattoos. Yeah, the rub-ons. Right. For 50 cents each, in between Hannah Montana stickers and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse stickers, you can choose a butterfly, roses, a fairy, or other tasteful designs now available at Toys R Us. Now, how do they know these are for the lower back? They can be put anywhere. No, because that, that's like actually that's the how thing. Yeah. That's how they're marketing them? Yeah, if you look at it, it actually says lower back tattoos. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're really indoctrinating them young. Other items include uh, baby bottles of Zima. Mm. Release a tramp in you young. And press on tongue rings. It's really disgusting. Oh, and don't forget the candy cigarettes, of course. The menthols. Mainstay. Yeah, always menthols, of course. Um, that reminds me, how's your mom doing? <laughs> you really are describing her to a T. Isn't that weird? Hey, is she still tanning all the time? No, she stopped because she found uh, what she what she thinks maybe cancerous. Little, <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean to little, laugh. Little brown spots. I, I've always if warned her. She, if she if she would actually just. Uh, have better habits in the restroom that actually would be taken care of so she really is worried that there's a yeah so she cut it out just like they're gonna have to cut that out of her skin yep i've never seen a woman who wants to have cancer more than my mother she tans she smokes she's a janitor that works with cleaning supplies all the time if anybody should be wearing one of those asian masks that they always wear around for sars it should be her well, you know, there's actually this new ad campaign mm. that says tanning is good for you. Released by the Indoor Tanning Association. And they actually say that the whole idea of getting cancer from indoor tanning beds, it's just junk science. So the way you talk about global warming, that's the way they talk about tanning. So thank you for smoking for tanning. Oh, they're doing. Yeah, it, 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 honestly, it really is. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get started. Hopefully my computer will be back up. You ready to start the show? Yeah. Do it next. Hefe and Dub's in for a sick Jim Rome in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. It's a hot hip-hop fashion trend. You, you know what it is. It's a hideout. Blink, blink, homeboy. Step back. I might blind you. Yeah. Hideout. We'll see you out there at the Clarendon Ballroom. Might be running a little bit late. I'm going to go home and change first. Good idea. Thinking of what I want to wear. I have uh, it narrowed down to two things. What's that? Just a t-shirt or a thong that I'm going to pull to the side. Both good choices. Make sure you slap on some brute before you go out there. Well, come on. 
I do this mixture of brute olds and old spice. Mm. Good choice. And Jordan's cologne, because it would really smell good. See, my grandma still buys me the Avon. It just might take me a little while to get there because I have to near my area. But when I get there... I'll help you. Don't worry. We'll get you out of there lickety-split. I'm ready to dance. Uh, Tepan dubs in for a sick gym room on a Friday night. By the way, I want to let you know we usually do the show now on Saturday night, 6 to 9, right here on 106.7 WJFK. You're fading, aren't you? Yeah. I feel fast. great. You know, you need to start working out, man. When? All right, Johnny Panani says he's wearing a muumuu. Could you imagine <laughs> we show up there just completely out of place? <laughs> what do you think would happen if... Like, what would CK do if we walked into the Clarendon Ballroom and I had just a T-shirt on and you had your <laughs> you had your thong pulled to the side and then there's Punani and Amumu when we're on leashes? What do I think you do? Drool. That's right. Say yum yum, give me some. Mm-hmm. 800-636-1067. Sideshow, what are you going to wear tonight going out there? Clarendon Ballroom. Pigtails. I think pigtails and probably two. I think he's got a tux. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to wear a uh, smegma outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was, I was kind of waffling between. Should I wear my brute or my smegma? Right. <laughs> what would be the best way to go? Well, you just follow the trail uh, up the stairs when you're mm-hmm. walking in. Like a slug. <laughs> hey, I know we're up on a break, and I, there was something I wanted to talk about, but... Before I do that, though, I uh, I do want to share this, Dubs, because I feel mm-hmm. when you are in this type of a situation, um, a lot of times uh, you are very honest, and that's what I like about Dubs, the honesty. This was from, it's actually kind of one of those Dear Abby kind of situations, and so let me read it to you, mm-hmm. and I want you to give the answer. Okay. All right? Because if anything, Dubs is a disseminator of advice. So, this is from this dude. Okay, At work, I'm the textbook nice guy that everyone likes. However, lately I've had problems with a female co-worker. For five years, Kelly and I have had a friendly relationship, but now she's avoiding me. About a month ago when our boss went on vacation, I brought in donuts for everyone to celebrate his absence. I also anonymously put flowers on Kelly's desk with a card that said, Have a nice day. She immediately became very standoffish. I thought it might help to come forward so that I so I confessed that I brought the flowers and asked if everything was okay. She thanked me and said there was no problem. But she hasn't been the same since. Kelly recently ended a long relationship with the father of her children. I've heard it was a difficult breakup. Now I'm told that she thinks I'm trying to, quote-unquote, take a shot at her. I'd like to get everything out in the open by talking privately, but I don't think Kelly will allow it because I'm very in tune with, with emotions, and this tension really bothers me. What should I do, J-Dubs? Well, he does seem like he's stalking her a little bit, so <clears throat> my advice is rape or get off the pot. <laughs> no, <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, uh, Raper, get off the pot. Dude. The, the, the serious answer. <laughs> this guy's a psycho. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. This guy is a, a maniac. And this girl has every right to distance herself. When a guy's acting like this at work, because I've been this guy, and I've seen the faces that you get after getting this obsessed, you got to cut it out. Yeah, I've done this. Or you're going to be in prison. I've done this a few times. and Mostly in high school. Yeah, oh, it was always in high school. <clears throat> and you're just really kind of the creepy dude, and like you leave little notes and even presents and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it is, it comes, man, I go back, and I've talked about this before, I go back, and I look sometimes at the notes that I wrote mm -hmm. to girls, and I belonged in an institution. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I wish, you, you, and you say you'll never do this, I wish you'd bring those notes in. Absolutely. I want to read those notes. Never will it happen. Why? Because it is so douche chill. <laughs> I know just the way i go on right. and on about okay. how about how we'd make a great couple and we're we're perfect for each other ck gives us full time with that being the caveat will you do it no i'm a program director in tampa i got a morning show I loser i got a job in tampa though no now want to put the pressure on if somehow we can get syndication to Dallas as well, where Amy will hear this. All right, here's uh, here. All right, here's what I would do. Here's the only circumstance in which I would do it because it would make great radio. Mm -hmm. I would do it under this circumstance. For whatever reason, Jim Rome ends up dying of the sickness that he has now, and we end up doing nights. And then somehow our agent remembers we're alive. <laughs> And is able to get us on in Dallas as well, my hometown. I would then want to broadcast from Dallas for that week. Bring bring in Amy. Why would you want to make it that uncomfortable? Because I'm go I want to go all the way. And I know it'll never happen. Bring in Amy and then also have my girlfriend sit next to me while I read this letter to Amy and her, also her toddler. That is the only way. They will ever get on the air. If we're at that CK, make it happen. If we're the able balls to, in your court. If we're ever able to make it to that point, then I am willing to sacrifice all that douche chilliness. I need to hear him. I'm sure you do. I just got this on the instant messenger. But Tampa is the urethra of America. <laughs> it really is. No comment. We'll take a break, come back. Uh, people want to know if we, uh, if, uh, how fast we're going to be able to get to the Clarendon Ballroom tonight for the big party. Big Owen Duke, 75 years of cheers party. Could win 75 grand our trip to Chicago. I'm thinking by the time we go home, change. Um, am I coming to pick you up or what's mm -hmm. going to go on? Okay, I'll come pick you up. We'll probably get, I don't know. I mean, it might be, I mean, officially it ends at midnight, but you know we're going to close the place down. Of course. So just keep looking for us. And our t-shirt and our thongs pulled to the side. 
It's Hefe and Dubs in the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in the, in the hideout. Yeah. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. In for Jim Rome, who is sick and epic. I know, here's, uh, well, never mind. Hmm. I really like Rome. Yeah. I love the Rome Report. I've I've been a fan of Rome essentially since you and I met. Yeah, I've always we liked used Rome. To list, he was on uh, one of our stations. 97, The Ticket. The Ticket. And um, we'd actually hang out all the time, just listen to Rome, laugh. Hmm. Clones. Rack them. Um, we even used to do an homage in the hideout. Slap them a tongue. I don't know if these mics are good enough to recover. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 800-636-1067. Knock some dust off of them. Uh, by the way, coming up tomorrow night is Joe Radio. Mm-hmm. Also us, but mostly Joe Radio. You're at such, 9 o'clock. You're such an ass. What? Think CK will mind if we take tomorrow off? <laughs> I'm tired. Come on, man. Remember th- remember at this time last year when we were on the beach and we would have given anything to be heard anywhere? That's true. You take life for granted, my man. I do. You really do. Isn't that funny how that happens, though? Um, anyway, 800-636-1067. Hideoutheretics.net is where you can listen to old shows, not only when we were on JFK originally, but also when we were in Orlando at Real Radio 104.1. And we're now uh, less than an hour away from the big party at the Clarendon Ballroom tonight. Could win seventy-five grand for a trip to Chicago. I'm mad that they didn't give seventy-five Do- years of cheers party with Big Owen Dukes. I'm sad that they didn't give Doctor Drew and Striker the night off so they could go out too. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you got to work at some point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, what? I still haven't quite decided what I'm going to wear yet. It's either the T-shirt or the banana hammock pulled to the side, yeah. and that's it. What if I combo that and really like go out on a limb? You're overdoing it. You don't too want many to, accessories. Yeah, you don't want a, uh, a sensory overload. Right. All right. Just wondering. I'm still trying to figure this whole, uh, you know, fashion thing out. So, oh. The banana hammock pulled to the side is the new black dress. Goes with anything. Uh, really about, I don't know, uh, it wasn't this time last year, but I'm going to say about eight months ago, mm. I gave up video games because I decided I needed to be more productive in my life. And, I, and it worked. I gave up video games, and I was incredibly more productive. But I'm about to take a new job as a program director of two stations in Tampa Bay. Yeah. And also do a morning show and then continue to do this show, too. And I'm thinking, now's the perfect time to pick up video games again. Now you have more time on your hands? Yeah, because I don't need to be productive anymore. Mm. I'm back in radio. 
I've really cut back on video games. I was playing a lot before. I play probably 45 minutes to an hour a week, which isn't bad. No, not at all, considering you used to spend, I mean, you used to play hours. Mm-hmm. A day. Yeah. So now I'm considering, what do I, what do I buy? What, what kind of system or yeah, what game? Yeah, system, because I know you have an Xbox 360 at the house. Yeah, so we don't need one of those. If you're going to go different, because, I mean, the, the, the PS3 is a little bit different, but not enough to really... Yeah, because you can pretty much get everything on the PS yeah. on the on the uh, 360. Right. So probably the Wii. You think the Wii? Yeah. What else are you gonna get? Or do I invest a like a, Do I invest like in a nice computer and start playing computer gaming like World of Warcraft and stuff? You know, cool things. Sure, if you worry about your mana. <laughs> I was just wondering though, like, what's the system to go with? So maybe the Wii. I've never wanted high mana. I'm glad about that. Dude, your mana's out of control. It's funny because I went to a Renaissance festival last weekend. That's where I got my puppy. Mm-hmm. And I was looking around. I'm like, you know, there are people right now that are walking around and and they're playing a game right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing what is it? Live action role play? LARPing. LARPing. That's what it's called. There, like you see people LARPing and. For people that walk around a Renaissance Festival, I, I'm sure you, there are people have been to a Renaissance Festival where you dress up and yeah, there's you know, it's Renaissance times. And I was like, I wonder if this is for some people like the biggest thing for them all year, in, yeah, in a whole wait, year. Yeah, they wait around for that all year long. Like they're saving up their money like it's Dragon Warrior, and you know, they've been killing blobs all year, collecting silver, yeah. silver ducats. And what they do then is they go and because you can buy like chainmail and and uh, and swords and just I like got chainmail before it made me mad. I didn't send it on. Shut up. You're <laughs> such an idiot. And, and you know what I mean? We're like they then bulk up their mm-hmm. armor. Oh yeah, so that they can run around larping. Mm-hmm. Takes more hit points when you got the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you don't have the right equipment, your hit points are gone. Mm-hmm. All right, people are telling me to invest in a gaming computer. But the thing is, like, with work and with radio and everything, I'm always in front of a computer. I think I want something with a controller. Yeah, the con- you can get controllers for the computer. Can you? But then it almost seems like a cheating. Yeah, you kind of have to play with that big, cumbersome I'm, I'm thinking keypad. A, I'm thinking a Wii. I think you're right about a Wii. Because then I could do the bowling and the tennis and the yoga. Oh, get this about bowling. Remember, we used to bowl a lot back in Orlando. Mm-hmm. We got all the ball and everything. Yeah, we got we got free bowls. Not me. When I got hit by the drunk driver, I left it in my van. Now they crushed the car with my bowling ball in it. I'm so upset. Is this going to... Did that cost you an inch in the yardstick of death? Yardstickofdeath.com dubs his suicide blog. I haven't even factored that in yet. That might knock me down. You had a great, what... Uh, Miller High Life? Yeah, Miller High Life ball. I loved it. <laughs> Classy. Hey, what are you going to drink tonight? Are you going to drink tonight? Of course. It's the weekend. What are you going to have? Keg stands. Just going to be on the bar with the tap in my mouth. Line it up. I really do want to get loaded. But I don't want to drive afterwards. You know what I mean? So we got to figure out a way of how we're going to get home from the Clarendon Ballroom. 
for the 75 years of Cheers party going on tonight with Big O and Dukes. A town car. Yeah, you know, CK, it would have been classy. Mm -hmm. It would have been classy for the company to spring for a town car. But whatever, I understand. Times are tough. We're still paying for Imus. 800-636-1067. Do they now, when it, when it comes to video games here in America, do we have rating systems? We have rating systems, right? As far as, like, you can't be under the age of 17 or whatever? Yeah, to get into certain movies and yeah. video games. And yeah, but the Vi video game. Yeah, that's mature. Oh, okay, cool. I'm for mature. Because I guess they're just now getting this in England where they say the growing moral panic about video games conclude that it can be harmful to children's beliefs and value systems, desensitizing them to violence. Also recommend... How about soccer, guys? Doesn't that do the same thing? It does if you're in England. Also saying, too, that they recommend retailers who sell video games to anyone under the age of the rating on the box should pay a hefty fine or get up to five years in prison. Five years in prison? For selling Mortal Kombat to someone? Parents should be encouraged to monitor children's online use and keep computers in living rooms rather than bedrooms. Dude, you guys now that are younger and not able to join us tonight for Big O and Duke's party at the Clarion Ballroom in 45 minutes. You're screwed. No, you don't realize how easy they have it if they... Because this is in England, but I'm talking about here in America where most kids got a computer in their room. Do you remember how hard it was to get porn as a kid? Oh, yeah. I mean... We had to find it in the woods. Yeah, like it was growing there. We'd go looking for pornography in the woods and... Always find it. Yep. You'd have harder time finding a four-leaf clover than to find porn in the woods. There was something about those woods that were magical. Wherever they were, wherever you grew up. And you know some redneck was out there using that using and, that porn while he was hunting. Uh, what I always wonder is why he left it behind. Because he was going to come back and use it later. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, he just want to bring it home and have the wife find it. Man, then she get all upset. Mm -hmm. What, am I not enough for you? No. To flip through the pages of Swank? As a matter of fact, yes. But, you like him barely legal? Huh, Todd? But we did. We got hosed, man. I remember rummaging through my uncle's brown paper bag of porn when we, when we were kids. I think they've kind of lost that gratification of when you find it. Yeah, you're right. That was so exciting. New porn was the best thing when you were a kid. Now, new porn is, you know, that's, that's easy. We used to have to use the same magazine for nine months straight. And just tilt it in different ways to make it feel like it was different. Tilt it. You'd actually, you'd actually skip over pages and not look at them purposely because you didn't want to discover those pages for another week. You're so right. The, just the anticipation of getting like a new VHS or even a DVD. And these kids have lost the art of time marking. You have to know where your dad stopped. Now, kids can just go all willy-nilly and eject it from the DVD player. They don't have to go back. I remember a few times when I forgot the time mark. Yeah, you forgot the reason. Of course. Like, oh, God, oh, God, where did I start it at? And the worst part about the time mark is you always knew where your, your, dad where, was. Where your dad's favorite freak was. Mm -hmm. Lesbians. Straps. 
Whatever. Yeah. We don't judge. So anyway, this is coming to England. This is what they're looking to do. And I've talked about how uh, when it comes to desensitizing, I used to have nightmares about the games that I would play. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I would have dreams about it. Yeah, I told you about the sex dream with the pioneer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then also to Resident Evil, when I was playing the latest Resident Evil before. Like, it, it seeps into your brain and into your dreams, man. I don't know if I've ever had that. Ever? Mm-mm. Do you... Let me ask you this. When you're... When you have just immersed your something in, yourself into something new, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night or then... Con- doing that? Yeah, or even constantly, like, dream about it for about three or four days? Work usually does that to me. It's not when I first started. It's when I've been doing it way too long, and that's how I know i got to quit, is when I wake up, like... Uh, <laughs> I wake up, Ron and Fez, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> from doing so many screenings. See, it, it's the opposite for me. It's at the very beginning of a new job. And mm. but with this latest, latest, uh, latest, <laughs> latest, latest one, <laughs> racket, I, uh, I was writing press releases. And I was so consumed with the press releases that even in my dreams... I wrote press releases, and I would wake up, like, excited that, man, I got you know I got another one done. Have and then I realized it was a dream, and I wrote this whole thing in my dream, and I have no recollection of what it was, even though I did the work in my dream. Did you ever have uh, any of the chicks you were ever with, did they ever wake up in any of those states, and you caught them? No. I've had, like, my ex, she uh, was working at a department store for a while. And they always had to push the credit card. You know, if you, you know, open a credit card, you can, you know, blah, 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 get 15% off this purchase. Right, right, right. And one night, I was sitting up watching TV, and she was sleeping, and she sits up and tries to sell me a credit card. So I went along with it. Stop I'm like, it. what's the right? <laughs> and, and then I, I said, what are you talking about? And she finally kind of woke up. Nothing. <laughs> and then just goes back to bed. Because I've done that before where I've been sleeping on the couch over at friends' houses or whatever when I was a kid. And I would wake up and, like, half asleep start saying stuff. And they would do that to me. They'd go along with it. And then I'd actually wake up enough to realize what was going on. And I'd be pissed. You know what's interesting is that I think I talk in my sleep like I have before. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? I mean. Oh, I know I do. Often. And I always wonder, like, if I ever. I woke up screaming. Yeah, I always wonder, though, if I ever say anything that could be damning. Yeah, incriminating. You know? Like I'm a, sure I have. And I wonder, like, if my chick would get pissed over that. I remember I used to get caught humping the bed. Oh, yeah, I used to grind the bed all the time. Who are you thinking about? I can't remember. It was, I was sleeping. All right, my, I, mean, I remember. Oh, I remember you, Amanda. All right, I'm asking my chick now online because mm-hmm. she sent me an LOL. So that means I might have said something <laughs> damning before. And so I just typed to her, have I? It? I need to know what it was now. Because it, it's like, what if you accidentally say the name of a coworker in the middle of the night in your mm-hmm. dream? You know what I mean? And you don't, you don't really like them. Yeah, you do. No. Not like them, like them, but like them enough to have sex with them. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess the feed's a little late. 
So mm. she doesn't know what, what we're talking about, and I didn't have to give out any information. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. Um, 1-800-636-1067. Man, I'm excited. Clarendon Ballroom tonight. Uh, $75,000 or a trip to Chicago. 75 years of cheers party with Big O and Dukes. I know you're on your way there right now. So uh, check in with us. 800-636-1067. I think I'm going to do shots first. Um, and by shots, I mean heroin. And then, I was hoping body shots off me. And then after that, maybe trying to come down with some max. But we'll figure all that out later. we got 40 minutes to discuss it. Tefe and Dubs in the hideout. Bring you down. <laughs> 106.7 WJFK. Jim Rome's sick. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? Heard it. I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. The hideout. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. Or we will destroy this place. The hideout. Booyah. Back in the hideout, Jim Rome out sick. Our last night filling in for him. He'll be Make back Monday. Check us out Saturday nights, including tomorrow night from 6 to 9 o'clock. That's when we do the hideout normally. Right here on 106.7 WJFK. Any good movies coming out? Kind of feel like hitting the movies this weekend, but I don't know if anything's Fool's gold. <laughs> Wait, that's not good. Hey, did you ever end up talking to that chick you took mm, out to see Fool's Gold? Nope. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I guess she wasn't... In it? Yeah, she wasn't interested anymore. I guess not. I think uh, maybe some heretics aroused her a little bit. Really? I think so. Did she send you a message and say, hey, did you talk about me on the radio? No, but uh, I like she changed her title on MySpace to something that would allude to that. I can't remember what exact worded word was, but and then yeah, did she delete you as a friend? I don't know. I haven't even checked that. I don't care. You're creepy, man. Why would you do that? I didn't do that. You did. Oh yeah, that's right. I said leave her alone. She's a nice girl. She's a ginger, right? Yeah. I just saw this thing on Star Pulse uh, Entertainment Blog mm. of the eight sexy redheads who leave us hot and bothered. Ooh. Who? All right. Um, Mar- I love gingers. Marcia Cross from Desperate Housewives. Okay. Jillian Anderson. Mm-hmm. X-Files. Julianne Moore. Here's what's odd about gingers. They all look the exact same. The, the good-looking ones, because that's what good-looking ones look like. Is that? But they're gingers all don't look the same. There's some real butt ugly gingers. But if they're good looking, they look like Julianne Moore. Amy Adams. She was the. Uh, I don't know who she is actually. Alicia Witt. Who are these girls? Rose McGowan. Yeah, she's originally a ginger. Yeah, she just dyes her hair black. Ugh. 
a lot of those pale goth girls are. Prince Harry. What? Damian Lewis. So there you go. Why are the two dudes on there? Because they're so hot. Where's he site, Dave? Uh, also, Dubs, by the way, my chick, mm-hmm. during the commercial break, we were talking about if you ever say anything in your sleep that gets you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I did. What'd you do? She didn't bring it up to you, though, afterwards? Did you wait until now? No, she said, actually, it started an argument. I okay. Like, when we very first met, it started an argument. What'd you say? I don't know. I guess it must have been something about another chick. Do you want to tell you exactly what it was? I don't want to know. Why relive all that? It was I want to relive it because it's uncomfortable for you and yeah. it's fun for me. I know it is. I, I used to sleep choke my ex. It happened like four times where I would just, I, she would wake me up, like pushing me away because I'd be choking her. I have no recollection why. I, the I don't amount know. of hostility that you held for this woman. And you would never leave her. It took her cheating on you for you to finally get out. Mm. How many times did I tell you to, dude, just break up? I can't. Why can't you? Because I'm... I found it to be mean. <laughs> no, you didn't... All right, can we tell now why you didn't want to break up? Because okay. financially, you oh, couldn't yeah, afford yeah. it. I could afford it. It would have been rough, though. You were living really high on the hog. I was, exactly. And I didn't want to blow that. <laughs> and so you stuck around with this chick that you hated so much you would choke her in her sleep. <laughs> well, I'm not, sir. You're ludicrous, dude. You do not make any sense. <laughs> we were making a comfortable living for me being uncomfortable socially and sleep-wise. All right, uh... Is Jimmy there? Jimmy. Let's set up who Jimmy is. Jimmy's a guy that forever ago called and didn't like the show. Uh, was trying to give us tips. And we've taken some of them. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, you there? Yeah. Oh, you have an right. awful connection, dude. You there? Right here with you. Yes, of course. I put you off speakerphone. I'm right here. Oh, right. cool. What's going on, Jimmy? Hey, just wanted to touch base with you. Uh, you're down in Florida, correct? Mm-hmm. No, we're actually uh, in Fairfax. We're going to the Clarendon Ballroom tonight. It'd be great if you could meet us out there. Uh, generally, you are in Florida, though. Yeah. And you also know that the D.C. callers are much, much better than down in Florida. Agreed. No question whatsoever. Kind Not of quite as good as New York, but whatever. No, New York's out of the question. But, you know, you, you started, and I've been with you since the birth of your reborn D.C. days. Mm-hmm. And back, what was that topic? Would you date someone over 30 or something back in the day? When really uh, the 30 bucket list. Yeah, the 30 bucket list. Right. We live in the past, though. What, let's move forward. We threw everybody back on train, and yesterday was horrible. But today, you know, jumping <laughs> around where, where we're doing some good. You really are back in sync with the D.C. audience. Yesterday, you did well, and then at the end, bam, another another problem. What was the problem at the end? I think it was dubs. Man, you guys jump sometimes from topic to topic within about 15 minutes. What we got to do is find a good topic, stay on it. And beat it into the ground. We have ADD. We can't do it. Yeah, it's something with our uh, our age group now. We can't just stick on one thing. We get bored easily. Up in D.C., what we have? Well, what was the guy in Stafford? My God. And I think Chief was involved as well. But, what? what you know... I don't really care. I thought that was you, Jimmy. Yeah, that wasn't you calling in? 
No, I own this property. <laughs> he rents from me, but no, no, I'm kidding, of course. But uh, no, I, of course not. Totally different. You, you're, you're underestimating the accent up there. Well, Jimmy, I thank you for the phone call. Um, do you have anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, rating tonight, 5.12, highest ever. Out of Congratulations, time. guys. Thank you, sir. You and, bet. All right, have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <sighs> Ironically, worst part about tonight's show? Jimmy. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Take a break. Come back. In for the sick Jimmy Rome. We're half fan dubs in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Fay and J Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. alone. The hideout. Back in the hideout, Hefman does. In for the sick Jim Rome. Last segment. Shows usually Saturday night, 6 to 9. Check it out. All right, no kidding. In like the last probably five minutes, mm-hmm. I've gotten about seven IMs. So you prepping for the show tomorrow? <laughs> On the air. Have been since Wednesday. Oh, really? Oh, man, I just saw. I was on my MySpace. Hideoutheretics.net. Check it off and bookmark it. It may go... Seriously, months without any real news, but when there is, Boom. it's always there. So uh, anyway, hideoutheretics.net, 800-636-1067. Um, all right, we're kind of wrapping up now so we can hurry up and get out of here, get down to the Clarendon Ballroom, mm. Clarendon Ballroom uh, in Arlington on Wilson. Because, of course, it's the big on Dukes. There's 75 years of Cheers party. Could win 75 grand or a trip to Chicago. So that is coming up. Make sure uh, you buy us a drink when you see us out there. Mm-hmm. We might be running a little late. So save your money. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Please. And I only drink top shelf. <laughs> you want to relive a DC moment for a moment? Sure. Remember when we went out to see Rev 9? Mm-hmm. At some bar in, I can't remember where it was, somewhere in Virginia. It's the Shark Club. Oh, yeah, it was the Shark Club. And um, and how much money did you, what's that in the background? We can still hear that, Sideshow. What off. is that? It's off now. What is it? This is the Boston Celtics game. Ah, okay. <laughs> Are they playing? Yeah, they're playing New Orleans Hornets, yeah. Who's winning? Uh, 104.85, 5.41 to go in the fourth, Celtics. I actually need that. Uh, you know what? That's what I want to talk about for a moment. We've talked topical mm-hmm. for the majority of these shows that we've been doing. Now allow me to vent for a moment. 
My goddamn Dallas Mavericks are breaking my heart. What's wrong with them? They can't win. Avery doesn't know what he's doing. We got Ooh. robbed in the 2006 NBA Finals, and it's been downhill since. They've been chasing their tail ever since. It's awful. We're probably not even going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, you guys just look confused out there. Avery Johnson is an idiot. Maybe we should get that guy as a guest tomorrow, the guy that's running FireAvery.com. It would be a segment just for me. That's fine. But I need one of those. Yeah, I mean... Because a lot of you, you live and die with the Redskins. I don't know if people are really all that into the Wizards. I mean... Yeah, there's some big Wizards fans out there, but the Redskins are... That, that's the yeah, show. Yeah, Capitals and... And then uh, the Nats. Mm. Mm. Too early. Yeah. We have to get a new ballpark, whatever. It's going green, too. Have you heard about that? No. All the lighting is uh, green-friendly lighting. So Good. That's good for the grass. No. The environment. We're reducing our carbon footprint. You don't believe in global warming, do you? It is bull. Why do you say that? Well, since 2001, actually, it hasn't gotten... Warmer has gotten cooler. So there was a big spike up till 2001 from like, a, what, 1984 to 2001, which is a normal warming trend in, uh, you know, on the earth. Watch and then 60 it cools. Minutes this week when Al Gore schools you. <laughs> Al Gore. If that guy believed one word of what he says, he would change his actions as well. Go ahead. FireAvery.com. <laughs> Avery Johnson. He's a, he looks like a cockroach. And he's ruining That's my... That's racist. He does. His mouth looks like... Yeah, I say a velociraptor with those teeth. And he is ruining my beloved team, and our window is closed. You think it's all over? It's done. The kid can't even help? Nah, Jason can't... Well, here's the problem. He could, but he's an Avery Johnson system. Mm-hmm. Oh, it drives me insane. Listen, let me let me share a couple things with you really quickly. For the longest time, there were there were genuinely few things that ever really gave me joy in life. Like I, I especially when we started the hideout, there were about three things that honestly gave me joy in life. One was the Mavericks. One was the Dallas Mavericks. One was Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, he was our morning guy. The other was Howard. I grew up listening to Howard Stern, and I was a big fan. Porn didn't equal the vacation. Okay. Into the equation? The equation? No. Wow, we're tired. No, I'm fine. Mm. Okay. And since then, the love for Howard is, I don't know, falling off a little bit. I've discovered other shows. I, too, am a budding radio superstar. Uh, Marilyn Manson sold out. He got all, I don't know, he fell in love. And whenever you fall in love, it weakens you. Like, it's weakened me. Mm -hmm. Because I've fallen in love, and I don't have quite the edge that I used to have. Mainly because I lost my hair. But I still love the Mavericks. And the Mavericks in 2006, when they got robbed by David Stern, and the officials, and the NBA Finals, and Dwayne Wade, it broke my heart. Literally... That was one of the worst moments in my life. I remember that night. You uh, went home. They lost. I was watching it at my place. And I just thought, he's going to kill himself. I was going to. 
People, I, I remember, almost. I remember. I heard you uh, from Matt Albert, who was living with you at the time, and your chick. Uh, your chick had to run upstairs with the cat because she was afraid you were going to either break her neck or the cat's neck. And all she heard was doors slamming. You walked outside, sat by the lake, and reflected on the loss. Just angry, and I'm still angry about it. The, t- the better team did not... All right, listen. I got to calm down. <laughs> But I still love this stupid team. I always will. I loved them when they only won 11 games in a season. But this Avery Johnson, this nitwit, this numbskull. What pisses me off more about it is they've got the tools to win. They do. They have probably the best team talent-wise they've ever had before. Mm-hmm. And they have an idiot coach that doesn't know how to adjust. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to shoot myself now thinking about it. Thank goodness I have extra cats now to throw when they don't make. Yeah, when they don't make the playoffs. A dog cries enough as it is. I can't imagine what it'll do when you throw it. I think I just don't want them to make the playoffs now. I don't want the heartache. Just don't make the playoffs. Go ahead. Go ahead and have the biggest collapse in the NBA Finals of all time. Go ahead and be the first number one seed to not advance out of the first round. And sure, go ahead and be the first 50-win team to ne- to not make the playoffs in this Western Conference Finals. Go ahead. Break my heart. People talk about the Boston Red Sox being the lovable losers. Well, not anymore. It's my Dallas Mavericks. You... Yeah. FireAvery.com. Tomorrow night on Joe Radio. I'm going to stick around and co-host that segment with Joe. I feel much better now. Now I can go out to the Clarendon Ballroom with Big O and Dukes and have a good time. I think I'm going to win that 75 grand. You can't. Why? You're a worker of the station. Really? Yep. You realize instead of giving that to a listener, they could spend that on us. And have us for four years. <laughs> We're cheap. <clears throat> I hope someone wins that trip to Chicago and not that money, because I'll be really mad. 2006 finals was nothing. Hey, big announcement coming up Monday with the Junkies. Yeah, but, make sure you tune in for that. But we will talk to you again before then tomorrow night in the hideout, usual time, 6 to 9 o'clock. Saturday nights before Joe Radio. Again, hideoutheretics.net for all the information that you need on the show. Dubs, what are you going to do now? You want to come out with me? Of course. I'll be there partying. Awesome. You looking for some gingers to party with? Gingers? um, I think I'm going to... I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't like going to the station. So I'm I'm going to wait for the bar. (laughs) Just have a growler there. Why not? You gotta make room. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the NCAA is on. Boo. We'll do our Elite Eight of Hate tomorrow. Yeah. We just kind of got sidetracked, got rolling. But we can play that play that game tomorrow. Hey, I want to thank everybody that helped out. Rebel, rebel, bitch, bitch, rebel, rebel,
and uh, Maddie and just everybody this week that helped out as we filled in for Jim Rome. Yeah, thank you very, very much. Also, too, uh, did, I think, did I already thank CK? I don't think so. Thank you, CK, for uh, thinking of throwing us on here. Hmm. Very nice of you. And making me work three jobs in a day. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, all right, my friends. That'll do it for the Hideout. Thank you, Sideshow. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow night, 6 to 9 o'clock, with absolutely no content because we've done everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure it out tomorrow. We'll have a lot of fun, though. Again, hideoutheretics.net is uh, that. And Dubs, at some point, will get all of the podcasts up to date for you guys on WJFK.com. That is WJFK.com. Com. All you fans bitching about the podcast not being up, got some words for you. Buzz off. Hey, hold on. Dump that. Dump Buzz that. off. All right. You guys have a fantastic evening. Be safe. We'll see you down at the Clarendon Ballroom. Make sure you buy some drinks. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Thousand.